Hello and welcome to another episode of I've Never Seen the OC. We are on Season 3, Episode 22, The College Try. Hi. Okay, well, we start with our, our formal introductions. I am Jane and I have seen the OC. And over here we've got... I'm Heather and Heather. I have never seen the OC. And um, some exciting news. We, we're all about the exciting news these yeah. days. But Jane and I hung out. IRL. In real life. IRL. What? For the first time since we started this together, actually. Yeah. And the weather was glorious. Prosecco was flowing. It was. Yeah. A glorious time was had by all, I believe. Another half's gone. It was, it was great. I th- we barely spoke about the OC. I think we I had know. one brief uh, podcast chat interlude. I think yeah. it's because also Stephen has seen the OC, so I think he yeah. was a bit nervous about, you know, spoilers. Yeah, getting drunk and telling you all Can the you secrets. Imagine? Oh my God, I'd be so annoyed. Sorry, our cat is also going insane. So if you can hear her jingling about <laughs> in the background, sorry. It's because my other half fed her some mackerel at lunchtime. Ooh, so now, well, every time she goes anywhere, any of us go near the kitchen, she's like, oh, more? Am I getting more of that? The answer is no, you little tub tub. No more mackerel for oh. you. This episode was great. It was, wasn't it? I feel like there's not been... A huge amount of big memorable episodes of series, I don't think. Bearing in mind, I'm not finished yet. You know, we've still got a, a bit to go. But it's not like there's no rainy day woman. There's yeah. no, like, the big ones, the biggies from season two and series one. And I feel like this is, like, back to back to the classic OC. But the reason being, I would say, is probably because we have so few likable characters in this season. True. If you think about our <laughs> creepy Charlotte's, our Matt's, our Johnny's, and then we've got Anna. Anna's back. Yeah. It makes me so sad, though, because Anna IRL oh, she sucks. is a big trumper. A big, yeah. <laughs> makes her sound like a fart, but, you know. But, yeah. Um, yeah, she's a big a big Trump fan, and that makes bums oh. me out a bit. So, yeah. Mm. So yes, overall, very good episode. I liked it. Awesome. So I don't think, do we have any any housekeeping other than maybe trigger warning? Yes, a trigger warning yeah. is probably important, I would say. Um, before we get into this week's episode, we would like to just like trigger warning for alcoholism and relapsing. So if that's not for you this week, maybe go back and listen to one of our um, previous episodes and you can dive right and again next week. Right. Last time on the OC. Yeah, we've got quite a lot going on, haven't we? So Kirsten and Sandy are having a pretty fraught time of it. We've said this for the last few episodes now. I feel that Sandy's maybe compromising his morals as well as his marriage with this whole hospital project that will just not come to an end. <laughs> yes. Um, it's very much leaving Kirsten on her own, which normally I would be like, you know, she's a strong independent woman. She can do she can yeah. do her own thing, but we need to remember she has only been sober for like what, nine months, ten months roundabout? Yeah. Not long. Yeah, not long. Yeah. She almost went back to drinking last week. That's important. Um and she didn't. Um <laughs> we also can't forget that last week Julie Cooper, everyone's favourite, has some very firm words with Volchek. 
Yes. Which obviously just makes Marissa want Volchek even more. Of course, of course. <laughs> she basically called him trash. It was very funny. Very funny. Um, and then everyone got into college apart from Seth. Yes. And as a result, he has broken up with Summer because he doesn't want to hold her back from going to Brown and achieving her dreams. But at the end of the last episode, he had decided that he was going to hatch a plan to get back into, well, to get into Brown and Ryan was going to help him. So that's basically where we are when we open up with Seth and Ryan in the Cone Kitchen. Yep, they've got their bags and they're ready for this prospective student weekend, which we don't really have in the UK, do we? No, you'd have like open days where you'd basically pretend you were interested in five different unis so you could get five separate days, days off school off. to go yep. and visit mm-hmm. said unis, mm-hmm. but that was about the extent of it. Agreed. Um, I don't think I would like that. I think that'd be uncomfortable having to go to, especially because it's like prospective. So surely by that point, you know you're going in. So it's just, yeah. I don't know, weird weird do you remember at primary school you would go to the secondary school like for a week before two day visit yeah yeah we still well we see it in school now we still sort of do that kind of thing but yeah i remember that being very stressful yeah because you were so like obviously the primary sevens yeah you know you had your little school uniform on you just felt like a bit of a loser (laughs) (laughs) yes but yeah hard agreed the plan is And this is such a half-baked plan. The plan is that they are going to fly to Brown. I say they, Seth, on his own, is going to fly to Brown and somehow get Brown to admit him. Classic (laughs) Seth. (laughs) And Ryan, at some point during this conversation, says, I don't want to see you get deeper into this mess. None of us do. This is chaos. No. Yeah, it's absolutely chaotic. There's also the fact that Summer's going to be there as well. Yes. But yeah, it's oh, it, it's bonkers. And Seth's plan is just to try and avoid Summer and try and worm his way into Brown. <laughs> this is just, oh, we'll t- we will touch on this later, I assure yeah. you. But this is just somebody who's never been told no in his life. No. Like, yeah, ever. His confidence just never ceases to amaze, does it? Considering the whole catchphrase from season one, which obviously we will talk about later, yeah. was confidence Cohen. Confidence Cohen. This boy does not need any doesn't more need, confidence. He doesn't need his ego massaged anymore, does he? No. So Kirsten turns up, she's going to give them a lift to the airport and she's doing that thing where she's like making apologies for Sandy because he can't come because he's got work stuff. Yeah, another another important business meeting. So over at the airport, Seth and Ryan are do this weird like, oh, we're going to hug and then don't. I didn't really mm. get that. Guys are allowed yeah. to hug. Yeah. Hug it out, bro. Um, and then Seth leaves and then Ryan tells Kirsten that he's nervous, that he's, you know, not sure he'll fit in at Berkeley. He's got a nice life in Newport and yeah. he's nervous about leaving that. And uh, she says just really nice line. She's like, you've earned your future. Yeah. And I think that's a that's nice cute. thing to say. It's cute. She's basically just saying that he's... he's Managed to break down the Newport barriers and this is the next step for him. So, yeah, it is really cute. For sure. Then, we've got our first our first bit of drama. So, Kirsten's leaving the airport um, and our first um, character to make another appearance, we've got Teresa and she's all dressed up. Um, she looks great. She and, looks yeah, really she great. does. Cute outfit. Hair's looking great. Cute work attire. And she greets um i think it's her mum maybe or i think it's a nanny and our nanny yeah we see her later Um, i think she's a nanny that's right yeah and a baby could this be 
Could baby be the baby. The baby. That one. The baby. Um, how much is she earning all of a sudden that she can afford a nanny? Because childcare is expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's also you can see Kirsten sort of putting two and two together and thinking, <gasps> yeah. is this Ryan's baby? And obviously we, because if we think back to season two, yeah. Yeah, it must what, be. Season what? Season, yeah. End of season one. End of season one. Season two, yeah. And Teresa had said that she'd lost the baby. Yeah. But obviously she hadn't. So was it Ryan's or is it Eddie's? Who bloody knows? Well, we do because you find out later. But, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll get to it when we get to it, guys. Um, Marissa is packing. Summer is packing. And Summer is concerned that the kids at Brown don't wear sparkly scarves. I mean, it was the naughtiest babe. Everyone was wearing sparkly scarves. Yeah. I had a sparkly scarf. <laughs> Did you have a sparkly scarf? I had a sparkly scarf. Yeah. Everyone Scarves had a scarf. were such a thing. Especially the really skinny ones. It was such yeah. a weird fra- phase. Such a weird phase. Yeah. Scarves. Oh. But yeah, Summer's just like, this is all wrong. Um, they're going to college without Seth. Summer's going without Seth. Marissa's going without Ryan. Well, effectively, Marissa's actually going to the same college as Ryan, but they're not going as like an item. Yeah, I just thought this was a bit ugh of summer. Yeah. Especially like, remember the last time, one of the many times ago when Summer and Seth broke broke up and she was like, no, you know, I need to get my vibrations right. I need to focus mm-hmm, on me. Mm-hmm. I need to focus on the future. I think this is so like unlike her to be so mopey about it. Yeah, but then I guess she did have this sort of like narrative in her head of how their senior year was going to plan out and how it was all going to be perfect and they're all just going to drive off into the sunset. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, but anyway, they've both got to like sort of face things um, full on and Marissa's a bit like, right, that's me and um, Volchek, but over, um, but she's like, oh, I need to go back to his place because I've left some stuff there. Um, and then Summer's just like, that nope. is the worst idea <laughs> ever, I think she says, um, saying your goodbye with his dirty mattress in plain sight. That is yes. breakup sex waiting to happen. It really, really is. That's that's how it happens. Yeah. That's how it happens every time. Yeah. Although I was out on a run the other day, and do you know what song came on that I completely forgot existed? It's, what? I'm sure it's the vaccines post breakup sex. Oh yeah, that that's song. It's so trash. <laughs> it's, it's it's terrible. <laughs> Such. If you've never heard it before, just go the vaccines post breakup sex. It's I'd like shit. a full report in our DMs as soon as possible. Yeah. At never seen the OC. Let me know what you think. <laughs> Even if you've not heard it for a while and you're like, oh, I vaguely remember that, just go yeah. and listen to it because it's, it's <laughs> wild. It's it's wild. Uh, but yeah, I think Marissa's like, do you not have any faith in me? And Summer, it's like, 40 hours ago, you were in Newport's Courtney Love, <laughs> baby steps. That's, that's, that's a good a good little analogy there. Yes. Um, but Marissa also tries to assure Summer and is just like, go to Brown, be yourself, you'll fit in. Yeah. Meanwhile, downstairs, Julie and Dr. Roberts are having coffee. It looks a bit strained, doesn't it? It looks a bit uncomfortable. Um, And Marissa and Summer come downstairs. Dr. Roberts goes off to help Summer into the car with the bags. And Julie offers to go with Marissa to college to, you know, support her. And um, she's like, um, like, you don't have to tell people I'm your mum. I could just be like part of your entourage or, you know, your Scientology guide. Remember when Scientology was like such a thing? thing. A scary thing. Such a thing. Remember when Kabbalah was a thing and everyone was wearing those little red stringy bracelets? Yeah. That was such a thing. Jeez. But yeah, Marissa's like, I, it's all right, mum, you don't need to come with me. You don't need to worry Please about don't me come anymore. With me. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, she's trying to reassure her that she's got all her party in her system and that she's I mean, really looking to the future. No, you don't. I know. Like, Jeez. we're in our thirties and our partying isn't ever a system, babe. Like, yeah, come on, it really now. isn't. Come um, on now. Not through lack of trying. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, Julie has faith in her. Um, and then yeah, he, like Neil comes back and they all sort of say their goodbyes and Marissa hugs. Dr. Neil Roberts and she? Julie and is like yeah. bye mom. like it's super cute yeah oh this is where Julie is hilarious isn't she she's like um, did a priest come over here and perform an, ex- an exorcism Exorc- <laughs> yes funny oh. very funny and then there's this really om- like it just feels quite ominous because um, Dr. Roberts says um, I think she's out of the woods and I was just like yeah. oh that's that sounds yeah. like the foreboding we have come to know and love from the OC. That sounds yeah. like a setup for a hard fall. Mm. And then Neil sort of floats the idea of a party that they have for the head of surgery at the hospital. Mm-hmm. And he wants Julie to come, but Julie's a bit like, meh, not really yeah. my thing. I'm gl- I think she's still a bit worried about facing the noopsies, etc. And then she's like, oh, I'm no good without Kirsten with me. Um, she's my wingwoman. Yep. Um, so Neil suggests that he invites her and Sandy. Yeah, which I was like, that's cute. That's it. Yeah, that's good. Double, double Dr. Date. Neil Roberts was very much in our bad books because he was a controlling son of a bee. And we were just not into it. Not into his vibe. He was yeah. very mean. It was, yeah. It, like, it, it seemed that they didn't really put much into that though because he was like building up to be a really good guy. They went on the honeymoon. They came back. They were engaged. And then there was that brief little... I think there was like the episode where he didn't want any of Julie's baggage and then he was like, oh, sorry, I shouldn't have made you feel like that. So yeah, weird. Still can't really get a feel for him, but no. Anyway, um, but this was quite nice. Let, let her bring her pal. Let's go to Berkeley where it's raining mm. and Ryan gets um, a little freshman buddy called Wes, Mez, Wes, 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 Wes yep. I think. He knows that he's from Harbour, he knows he's from Newport, and this is where Ryan quite quickly like is like, oh, well, you know, I've only been there for two years, I'm actually, from, actually Chino. from Chino. Like, it's almost like he's kind of confessing so that he's getting that news in his terms. And then, yeah. like, Wes is, Wes? Wes. Yeah, Wes. Wes. <laughs> Say it with Wes. confidence, Heather. Wes. Wes. Um, Wes is very much like, look nobody fits the mold here it's pretty easy to fit in chill out basically nobody yeah. cares about your past yep um so then we cut back to Marissa meeting Volchik at the diner and surprise surprise he hasn't brought what she wanted him to bring or stuff and then okay this is weird like he wants this to know this is so weird it's like why, why didn't we work out first of all why the why would Volchik care his character is, does, does not, not seem care, the type he? to care and even if he did care he wouldn't ask like it's so weird. Yeah. Why have yeah, they made him a big softy now? Like, it's not. Um, it's not believable, is it? No, this is meant to be this crazy guy that chucked a sink off a pier. Yeah, weird. And then oh, it gets even worse with this sort of. Um, Marissa's like she watched the sound of music as a kid, um, and there's a girl in it that Marissa thought that she'd grow up to be. Lisa. I'm not really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not well versed in the sound of music but she's yeah, the one she, that sings um i am 16 going on 17 with the boy who brings the telegrams called kurt that's his is his name kurt no i can't remember that his means name. nothing to me so yeah <laughs> i can't remember his name anyway um yeah so i know the scene she's talking about i get it but the important right heather you should take over here because i have 
yeah, you can wait this clear. Well, the important <laughs> thing that she misses out. So she's trying to make out like, oh, I always wanted to be like um, Lizzo when I was growing up, you know, with the perfect boyfriend singing in the gazebo, blah, 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 blah. She has had an entirely misreading of this film because the telegram guy, the guy that is Lisa's boyfriend, turns out to be a Nazi. So, like, probably what? don't want to aspire that <laughs> being your boyfriend, hun. Like, he turns out to be in the, the Hitler Youth. And not only that, he's Jeez. the one that dobs in the family as they're trying to run away. He blows his wee whistle and then all the other SES guys has come, like, running. She's right. I don't think she watched this film through the She didn't. End, she did watched she? one scene, got over-romanticised and ignored the ending. Don't do that, guys. Watch the film the whole way through. Mm. Yeah, she's quite um, abrasive, isn't she? She's like, oh, well, I just ended up, I grew up and did a bunch of coke with, like, a guy that I've not really had a real conversation with. Um, and she's like, I'm not ready to give up on the sound of music <sighs> yet. I mean, um, I love the sound of music, but I'm so, like, I just don't understand why any writer would use that as would a storyline point. In that it's context. It's so weird. He was a Nazi. Mm. I just don't understand. So they have they have described Volchuk as, like, Nazi-esque. And Maybe that's I'm sure that's type. been used a couple of times. Maybe. Weird. Mm. Very, 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 very weird. Yeah. Um, but we've got Sandy at the office and Kirsten goes round and he's like sorry about the airport and she's like look you won't believe what I've seen at the airport and she tells him about Teresa and yep. the baby and she says he looks about two years old which obviously ties up with the time scale yep. as to when they thought Teresa was expecting with Ryan's baby and she's she, like at one point he's like so what are you saying that she lied yes that's quite obviously what she is insinuating yeah and she wants to tell mm. Ryan and Sandy rightly so is like let's yeah, wait so until weird. he comes back like from berkeley let's not ruin his weekend like there's uh, that information yeah they yeah, probably they should tell ryan like i think they should yeah. but you don't but it's been two years it's been two years and also don't call him back from his weekend about his future to drop a bombshell but he's already like shitting himself exactly. about yeah a weird weird decision from people who are meant to be adults but um, we've then got seth who's up down and he's on the phone to Ryan and they're sort of discussing how both their respective colleges are. Yeah, Seth comments that he's touching real ivy <laughs> um, on a building. And then we hear someone call his name and that someone is Anna. It's Anna and she's got long hair. Yay. Or extensions are absolutely these extensions terrible. Are something else. Marissa's had a couple of dodgy extension moments, but holy crap, yeah. these are bad. Her hair's long enough, though. Yeah. You know, I think it's just yeah, they're 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 not good. Um, and I love her short hair. Yeah, we've all grown out a bob at some time in our life. It's a painful, painful experience. But yeah, these these are not great. Yeah, not great. But yeah, so we've got Seth and Anna catching up, and she sort of talks to him about. She's like, "Oh, I'm so proud of you about your." the comic book atomic county um and then he has to obviously relay all the chat that happened with yeah. zach i completely um, forgotten and how he completely forgotten about yeah. this that zach took the magazine basically or the comic um i'd completely forgotten about that yeah um it was a bit of a stupid storyline <laughs> but um but yeah so he basically traded the comic book um for summer and we'll look how that's worked mm-hmm. out seth has to then come clean to anna who's only like the second person he's told that he didn't get into brown ryan being the other and he's like i'm here with a plan so obviously she wants to get on board with that and they're like oh it's fate that we met up again and then obviously anna knows the admissions guy and she knows where he's going to be 
So, yeah, the plan is in motion. Yes. Let's head over to the Coens. Julie has arrived and she's inviting Kirsten to the party. And she says no because they've hit a bit of a rough patch, her and Sandy. And like she just doesn't think the party is what what they need right now, which I think is valid. Like there's times when you can put on a brave face and be like, yeah, let's do this. Like we're not great right now, but like this could be good. And then there's other times where you're like, nah, this is shit. And I don't want to pretend to be happy families. Yeah. Especially when it's an aid of the main thing that is the bone of contention in your marriage <laughs> yes. at this point in time so yeah she doesn't want anything to do it's with it's a hospital. very unfair situation to put Kristen in to be completely honest yeah. um but julie being julie is very much like i need you to do this uh, the only way i can navigate through the newpsy infested waters is with you by my side they're really going hard in the newpsies this episode aren't they yes yeah, so, and i think she makes some comment that Kristen eventually agrees and she's like oh I owe you one, or well, maybe it's more it's than definitely one. Definitely more like than one. Counting, which <laughs> it's is definitely more than one. <laughs> quite sweet. Um, but yeah, so then we go back to Berkeley. I th- there was so much jumping about in this episode. There was Did you lots not feel of short it was just scenes. constantly mm-hmm. like Brown Berkeley. Yeah. Um, and I just kept forgetting as well that Marissa and Ryan were at Berkeley and they're at Brown. You know, like to me, they're just a little like, like a uni or school. Yeah. Like. Yeah, it's, it's like a college. Um, but we've got Ryan, his new pal, Waze, and another kid. Um, and it turns out that the boy's the first in his family to have gone to university or college as well. Um, and Ryan's just a bit like, oh, do you ever feel like you don't belong here or out of place? And the boy's like, yeah, all the time, <laughs> mate. But as long as he keeps his grades up, but a lot, everything's fine. And then Marissa enters looking... Oh, oh she looks great. Albeit slightly yeah, lonely. She looks great. And yeah. obviously Wes's head is turned. Um, and she comes over yeah. and it's like, oh, where's your buddy? And she's like, oh, she's vegan and she's protesting this. And I was like, that's quite funny. It's <laughs> quite yeah. I have a lot of friends that are vegan, so I'm allowed to say that, but there are some vegans yeah. <laughs> who are really preachy about it. <laughs> yeah. Wes sort of wonders how they know each other. And Ryan's like, or I can't remember who says it first. It might be Ryan or Marissa, and they're like, oh, we went to the harbour together. Um, and then this is so weird she was like, oh join us and she's like oh no I'm just going to go and like sit by myself and then just goes over to a table and sits by herself um, I'd, I would never do that yeah. I would definitely be like I'm sitting nah. down here lads <laughs> move yeah. over Misha Barton is class at acting very yes. awkward that's definitely <laughs> so her how much acting's involved I don't know but yeah she's good at it so then Ryan says oh well actually we used to go out um, and Wade's like oh well she's like really hot but she looks lonely and Ryan's like, I'll go and tweak to her, but he's just like, no, I'm meant to be like your pal. She's your ex. Don't want to get involved. Um, and then, yeah, Ryan's just like, no, nope, we're cool. And then Wes goes and talks to her. Yeah. Anna and her terrible extensions are at this faculty meeting mm-hmm. with Seth. Um, Seth is just going to riff. He's not planned anything he wants to say to this professor, guy, doctor, whatever he is. Um, he's just going to riff and just make it up as he goes, which seems like the worst plan. Um, yep. But then we also see that Summer is here being um, talked at about jihads and oil, which we all know is probably not Summer's specialist area. Yeah. <laughs> Um, nah. I did love the fact that she makes like a really like profound statement without really meaning to. I thought that was a really good a good line. Yeah, she says something like, "What is a yeah. jihad?" 
and they like she's actually asking a question but they're oh like God, what is a oh, yeah. yeah valid it was very <laughs> funny i thought it was very good i think as well like summer does have that kind of um big personality that would draw a lot of people to her so i could totally see this yeah. situation happening like it's cute i think it's good yeah and i think it's just obviously with brown having the status that does have these people they'll obviously expect her to be super smart yeah so yeah someone that's not um super smart (laughs) (laughs) a seamless link there (laughs) honestly so annoying she sees seth talking to the admissions guy and he's banging on about his superman essay and the guy sort of mistakes seth for being a student there like rather than a prospective student yeah um, and Seth's just like saying, I need to talk to you. But the guy's like, nope, I'll look, I'll maybe speak to you tomorrow. And then Summer comes up like absolutely raging. And she's just like, what the hell are you doing here? You told me you weren't coming to Brown. Would you not be livid? Like I oh, would yeah, be so, absolutely. so mad if, the, if I was in her situation. And then she says a line, so you're, you're go- you are going to Brown, just not with me. And then obviously that is the perfect time for Anna to appear so Summer puts two and two together and makes, well, like six, maybe. <laughs> uh, Could be any number that's yeah, not four. Like. So. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, this all finally makes sense. And like, that's what she thinks that Seth has dumped her to mm-hmm. go out with Anna. Yeah. Which is like a total bummer, especially when she's been searching so much for a reason for why Seth has broken up with her so randomly and out of the blue. Um, you would that I would definitely that's where my mind would go yeah it's probably that way that you're just sort of on this trajectory that you're like right and he's like lied to her so much so why wouldn't it be the worst case scenario you know exactly this next scene is a bit weird (laughs) it's um Wes and Marissa are chatting (laughs) and it's just like she I can't even remember how it comes up, but he talks about how he's a poli-sci major and she's like, oh, my dad was a poli-sci major. You kind of remind me of him. What a bit, what a turn off. Like, is there, it's it's so weird. What a weird thing to say. Like, I get that they're trying to make out quite blatantly that she has dad issues because of Jimmy, but I'm also just like, just, it feels like, really indiscreet and just really like laying it on thick i just found it quite unbelievable that anyone would say you remind me of my dad to anyone especially and i think later on she goes on to basically say how her dad ruined her life by losing all their money you know it's a bit (laughs) i mean surely your dad ruined your life by making you go and dump your mum at the altar that for me would be substantially more dramatic (laughs) yeah ryan walks in doesn't mean he's surprised to see um, Marissa and they just sort of talk about how, look, oh, this is Aukies, like, we don't really know how to be pals, but maybe we're in a new place, it's a fresh start, so maybe this is a good time to try out this just being yeah, pals thing. Yeah, I think that's I think that's a good rationale, to be honest. Yeah. Especially without um, Summer and Marissa being weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Totally. Um, Seth chatting with Anna. And his head is in his hands, feeling remorseful, because obviously Anna has figured out that he is wanting to be there because of summer, not for anything else. And he's very much like, I should have told you that I'm on a summer mission. She's like, I can't be mad at you when you're this pathetic. Mm. (laughs) I've definitely been mad at a couple of pathetic people in my life. (laughs) Oh, But yeah, Anna now wants to help 
Seth gets Summer back and Seth's just he's like, Oh I mean what what did I do without you? Blah blah blah. Ugh. And you're like, Yeah, what did you do? <laughs> Sandy is super keen for this doctor's party thing um comes in and it almost looks like there's a little flutter between him and Kirsten of like this could be good, this could be better. Yeah. Um yeah. But Ryan calls to kind of check in. Sandy picks up the phone and is like, oh, that's great, blah, blah, blah. And then his work phone goes. And mm-hmm. then he's like, let me pass you on to Kirsten. The, my work phone's going, but it's great to hear from you. And kind of passes the phone on to Kirsten. And this is where you see Kirsten look like, like honestly, it looks like someone's killed her cat. Like, she looks yeah. horrified and miserable and, like, just like... Yeah. Oh, like it just seems like a huge overreaction. Like I get she's disappointed that he's working all the time, but it's not like she he didn't pick up the phone. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Maybe it's just a straw that broke the camel's Maybe. back. Maybe. Yeah. Bit of an overreaction. But yeah, I also find it weird that Ryan can tell that something was up. Like Kirsten's. Yeah, because her tone didn't even really suggest no. that, and. Yeah, it's not like it was FaceTime. So anyway, he's like, oh no, something is wrong. You've got to tell me. Not like she takes much um, persuasion. (laughs) Convincing anyway. Yeah, but he drags the truth out of her and she's like, oh, I saw Teresa with a baby and he's pretty, pretty Why would you do that? You wouldn't. (laughs) Absolutely not. Why would you, as an adult, do that to an 18-year-old? It's so shit. Like, it's so shit. It's, yeah, it's brutal. But really, that's left there. And then again, we're back at Brown. We're just all over the place, aren't we? So we're back at Brown again. And Anna and Seth have gone to find Summer and be like, right, just need to tell her the truth. Um, But when he goes up to her, she's like, no, like no way. And I think she's going on like a walking tour or something, isn't yeah. she? Of the, in like the quad or whatever. And then again, everyone's got like these name tags and he's just like banging on. I think the guy's like, look, have you got a name tag? Shut up. <laughs> Um, and then he picks one up that's like Kumar Zimmerman and the guy's like what and he's just like yeah um, I'm half Indian I'm half Jewish I'm a Hindu she's like oh Seth Cohen being offensive again yeah did I tell you I used to do walking tours at Glasgow Uni no way yeah like as in you ran them or you went on them (laughs) no I used to have to like your job take prospective students around I mean, it was a sweet deal. The pay that's was cool. Sick, that's what I was going to say. The only reason I did it. Um, but yeah, it was. Well, if you cool. were a prospective uni, a prospective student at Glasgow Uni, I could have been your whiz. Well, yeah. not really, because I wouldn't have hung out with you. What did you do? Basically, take them to like the QMU and be like, "This is a good place to be, guys." Yeah, I'll be here. <laughs> took them to the QMU. Took them to the library. Took them to the cloisters, and was like, "Yeah, that's all the good bits. Cool. You don't need to see anything else." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so basically, he's badgering her all the way around this um tour and seth summer's basically look look i know your game you split up with me so that you can date all these smart women in college i.e anna and seth's like no you've got it all wrong but by this point she's just like fuck off seth like leave me alone understandably um, so yeah she's like you've ruined my senior year of high school stop ruining college for me as well yeah and um, like the courage as well it would take somebody to go to a university that they weren't even initially planning on yeah she wasn't bothered at all for them yeah. her, like so she's been dumped she's gone there on her own knowing that she's going to be on her own she's like and like imagine hyping yourself up to be like right okay i just need to go and do this i'm going to make friends going to do all this and then you're 
ex-boyfriend is just there. Yeah. No. Nuh-uh. No. She should have punched him. And I know yeah. we always say, we always don't say, hit your boyfriend. Yeah, this, is, this is a point where a punch would have been meditated. Exception to the rule. <laughs> and then, again, our usual um, lovely consistency with time, etc. Ryan's <laughs> back in Newport. Of course. Again, this was quite a bold move you think it could just maybe like call Teresa or something but no he's back in Newport and he's oh I kind of expected this things were going so well for me so obviously there had to be a spanner in the work somewhere yeah and Kirsten's just like look me and Sandy have got your back like regardless of what happens I'd like to hope so Kirsten you just yeah. ruined his weekend ruined his you potentially weekend. just ruined, ruined his, his life, life ruined his life mm. not cool Kirsten I did enjoy this though when she was like I went on the internet and found her address <laughs> Like Kirsten's normally a decent decent actor, but that line was painful to watch. And I think it is just bad writing and the fact that you know she went on like I have questions. (laughs) Jeez. um, And who's she kidding? She just got one of their private investigators or something to snip about (laughs) and like get a DNA test. Um, But yeah, then we're back at Brown, and this is painful. All this stuff, safe with the admissions guy. And he's got this like five minute window and Steph's obviously like got this big list of why he should have got into Brown and why yeah. it must have been a big mistake. And the guy's just like, what? I thought you went here. So yeah, he doesn't even go here. He really doesn't. He doesn't even go to the school. <laughs> I did think it was really important though that the admissions guy, Dr. Overby, was like, you misled me and you wasted my time. Like, yeah. <laughs> why would I let you in now? Like, it's just... Seth doesn't get called out on his bullshit as blatantly yeah. as this, I don't think. Like, he does normally get called out, but there's normally a long-winded scheme that goes wrong that he then has to admit yeah. that he's sorry. Whereas yeah. this is the first time in ages that somebody has just been, been like, nah, you're a little punk, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, and then he's like, oh, actually, it's about a girl, as if that's going to make things any better. I've literally like... written down, if he gets in because of this, I will be yeah. so mad. <laughs> So if the if the admissions guy turns around and he's like, oh well, if it's for a girl, of course you can get yeah. in. Nah, but he doesn't. He says no. He doesn't. Bye. <laughs> um. So then we're back in the Cohen house and Sandy bumps into Ryan and is like, "What the hell are you doing here?" And Ryan's like, "Look, I've got to. I've had to come back and find the truth." And again, then Sandy's just sort of the same. Like, look, we'll support you. We've got your back, regardless. Yeah. Yeah, so then Ryan is off to talk to Teresa while Sandy goes upstairs to talk to Kirsten. This is so awkward. So, so awkward. Tense. So tense. Kirsten's like, well, um, I didn't think Ryan would come home. And Sandy's like, you should know Ryan better than that. Like, as soon as you told him that, he was going to come home. Yeah. And then she's like, well, if you hadn't been so busy with work. This is bullshit. Like, this is total bullshit. This is not taking responsibility for your actions. Like... Kirsten made a decision and she's then turning around and being like, well, it's your fault. And it's like, well, no, it's not. You made that decision to tell him. Like, you can't blame. And I get it. Sandy hasn't been there to support you. Like, your relationship is having difficulty at the moment. But like, what are you, what is this? Like, tit for tat. Like, oh, you didn't support me. So I'm going to make Ryan be a father and be a good father. Excuse me, what? (laughs) Yeah. She's like, um... 
being a father is important, being family is important. There was a time when you would have been making this argument. And he's just like, what is that supposed to mean? Um, and she says, oh, you know what I'm talking about. And Sandy's like, look, I know we have to talk about this some more and I can't right now. I have to go back to the office before dinner. And then Kirsten's like, it will have to wait. Fine. And then they just have like, you can properly feel the tension, can't you? Yeah. And Sandy's just like, walks out but again like alarm bells man like your wife is a recovering alcoholic yeah you're, you know you're really yeah it's just it's a but lot also like he we all we all have jobs we all have jobs yeah. that's how society works we all have jobs that we have to go to and normally they're pretty time sensitive you have to be in at certain points yeah. or you have certain meetings to go to or certain calls to do or you know certain work you have to do so kirsten like kicking off because he has to go to work it's like well of course he has to, go to work he has a job stop being yeah. so unreasonable I think it's well, it'd be different if his if the kids were wee, like if the kids were yeah. proper wee kiddies, I would be like, sure, Kirsten should be going nuts that he's not around more. But like the kids are off to college, who cares? Yeah, I'd just be like, look, pal, just because your blind date only runs at the weekend or whenever you've got a <laughs> fun trip, you know, you'd be like, what the hell? Blind date is a very UK reference. If you yeah. are under 18 i guess or not in the uk yeah. there was a tv show back in the day called blind date with a uh, silla black yeah good old silla good old silla um she also did a show called surprise surprise surprise, surprise. The two confused. Oh. they're not the same but it was no. made famous because like it was ca- yeah so like silla would come on with the person choosing and then there'd be three people like behind a yeah, screen three potentials and, behind yeah. the screen just, just like matchmaking it was a good show yeah it was very good yeah. but it'd be good like, saturday night what's, entertainment what's your name where are you from was like her like yeah. catchphrase it was very good a great yeah. show we should very, back. very of its time yeah so we're back to berkeley and marissa and Wes are kicking about and he invites her to go to a party and then this has been, yeah, this is weird as well, isn't it? Like, when I saw Wes, I was like, oh, he, this guy's really annoying. He's giving me Matt vibes. Um, <laughs> he does have know, heavy Matt vibes. Yeah. Um, but he's like, oh, Ryan's away, way home. And Marissa's like, what? And he was like, oh, um, family emergency. And then Marissa's like in that sort of, oh, full, obviously family emergency could quite possibly be her family, you know? So yeah. um, she's like, oh, I don't know what to do. And he's like, look, if he wants to tell you, um, you will and yeah I think it's just sort of finding the balance isn't it being friends with your ex yeah yeah for sure like that's the thing it used to be your responsibility to run and help them and that's not your place your place is if they want to talk to you they will come yeah. to you I mean I wouldn't know I'm not friends with any of my exes <laughs> <laughs> but I, th- I hear in theory that's yeah, what in theory. That's, that's what they do in the TV shows <laughs> um, not this one right enough but Ryan goes to Teresa's and he is greeted by the nanny and the wee boy named mm-hmm. Daniel. Um, and you've got Ryan, you can totally see him like, are you my son? Like staring out. <laughs> <laughs> Do you look like me? Yeah. Why um, are you not called Ryan Jr.? Yeah. And then I guess it could be, I don't know, it just looks like a kid to me. Um, but the babysitter is like, oh, I'll tell Teresa you stopped by. Yeah. Imagine that, though, having to wait for Teresa to call you back. You would be, like, pacing uh, yeah. like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> I know. Jeez. Yeah. It's so awkies. Over to this college party. Um, and this is where... I just find this Wes character a bit weird. Yeah, like, and a bit unnecessary. Yeah. It's, I just thought it was a weird addition to the storyline. Like, yeah. Marissa's literally, like 
laying her heart out to him, telling her, telling him all her, you know, life secrets, life problems, life, life. And he, in exchange, very much is like, um, oh, well, you know, you think I'm the model freshman, but, you know, I had to drop out the first year because I was partying too much. This is me trying again. I had to figure out what I wanted from college. And yeah, she shares her story about like her dad leaving and, um, <laughs> losing all their Pony money losing all its hair shout out china Woo! my favorite character in the whole show she's missed out loads of other stuff like her mum shagging her boyfriend <laughs> yeah important she missed it did she i don't think she talked about the drug overdose did she didn't talk about tijuana didn't talk about trey missed out the fact she shot someone who also had oh, yeah, her God, brother her boyfriend's Ryan's. boyfriend uh, boyfriend no her, her boyfriend's, boyfriend's brother, brother. Yeah. yep yep we got that right but yeah, she did quite rightly say everything happened because a lot, a lot has yeah. happened in the a lot last went down. three series. Um, um, but this is like, they have this weird conversation about belonging yeah. and her feeling like she doesn't belong anywhere. And this feels like super... Oh, fuck. It's so ominous, deep. isn't it? Yeah. But it's almost like, I feel when I was like 14, 15, if I'd been watching this, I would have been like, oh my God, Marissa, it's like me. totally me. She like totally gets me. Yeah, it's peak teenage feels yeah she's like what's it she said they say um maybe some just maybe some people just get lost everyone belongs somewhere maybe not everyone maybe some people just get lost oh (laughs) my inner 14 year old loved it me as an adult is like nah sounds like an adult lyric doesn't it (laughs) we would definitely have been all over that (laughs) (sighs) oh gosh Um, anyway seth is heading home and Anna is obviously in the taxi. I don't understand this timeline. So they've only got an hour until his flight. First of all, how quick is it to get through security in America? Because anytime I've been, you've got yeah, a long way. Ages. Um, yeah. But she, in that hour, wants to go to another college, hunt down the admissions person, and talk to him or her about getting Seth into that college, the Rhode Island School of Design. But Heather, none of that matters because confidence, Cohen. This is batshit. Yeah. <laughs> Actual batshit crazy. So much goes on in this episode. Like, I did find it a wee bit like, whoa, okay, and we're here, and we're here. And, and yeah. I've said this about three times now, but just as we go through, it's like the, the plot points are bonkers as well. I do like, like, there is a part of me that does like it. Like, it was very entertaining. It was, yeah, there was, it was a fast, lot of quite funny bits. Piece. Yeah, exactly. I just, I really like Anna as a character. <laughs> I loved I Anna. It. I loved her so much at the time. Like, I yeah. I was so conflicted because, like, I loved Melissa, but I really loved Anna. But I think it's that, like, Anna was the, I'm not, I'm not like the, I'm not like a cool girl, like that yeah. horrible. I'm not like that, the other girls. Yeah, I'm not like the girls. Oh my gosh, all my friends are boys. Like, ugh. Ugh. I mean, we, we, we all had that phase. Yeah. And then we realised actually girls are freaking awesome. Girls are the best girls um, are the best sorry if you're a boy and listening yeah, to this you're kind of cool too yeah boys you are cool too everyone is equal it's cool we, we just like all people <laughs> gender doesn't we don't discriminate exist. here yeah <laughs> um yeah so they're going to use his comic book to get in because she just magically got her mum to fedex her a copy of it sure it's not even his it's now Zach's. It's wild <laughs> um so if you get in at least you'll be in the same state as summer as kind of the vibe yeah so we leave it there and then we are back in Newport and the Cones are arriving at the party. Um, so I think like Neil drags Sandy away and then Julie sort of realising that something's off with Kirsten and they go off to have like a chat. I mean, of course, like Kirsten pretty much told her that. 
Like, what did she expect? (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then, so Marissa's now come home as well. She's she's come home from Berkeley and she's gone to see if Ryan is okay. And did you see the product placement here? No, remind me. The Fuji water. They're both drinking Fuji water. Oh, nice. Gosh, remember that? That was that was also a phase. That yeah, was along with skinny scarves. It was a yeah, phase. Skinny scarves and Fuji water. But yeah, they're just Marissa says that like, oh look, you don't need to tell me what's going on, but I'm here for you. And then Ryan tells her about Teresa and the baby. But at this point he's still not spoken to Teresa, has he? No. Nope. So she's like, Well, why do you think the baby's yours and not Eddie's? And he just sort of says, I think he's feeling that. He says like, oh, well, I just feel like when I was at Berkeley, it was almost too good to be true. Like I felt like I was yeah. living someone else's life. And then when he got the news about Teresa, he was like, well, of course, this must be true. Um, because it felt like he was back to being him rather than living this life this that he doesn't feel life. that he deserves. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Manessa's like, look, I saw you there. Like I saw it on your face, like you belonged. You looked like you'd sort of found your place. Um, and she asked him, she's like, how did it feel to you? And he was like, well, it did. It did feel right. And Marissa's, again, she's gone from some people just get lost to you'll get back there someday. So, yeah, yeah, but it's quite a cute little exchange between them. It is. Do you know, I kind of get what Ryan's saying. I get real anxiety when good things happen. Oh, yeah. Like so real anxiety that, oh, well, this good things happen, something bad has to happen. So I, I get what he's saying yeah. here. And then we're back at the party. Oh god, this oh, yeah. is so fucking awkward. This is so awkward. Um Sandy is doing a very charming speech at the dinner, basically schmoozing all the doctors, being like, Love you guys, come and work in my hospital. You're you're all great. Thanks for having us. Um and Kirsten just looks fucking miserable. Like again, it looks like someone has murdered her cat and is now like trying to feed it to her at dinner. Like she looks so miserable. And he is very much trying to be like, oh, this is my wonderful wife, um, you know, behind every man, blah, 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 blah. And like, she is just like, ugh. And what's the question? Is it Neil that asks her, like, how do you feel about the hospital? And she can't even answer yeah. it. And I'm like, just lie. Like, there's a time and a place to hold your husband, partner, whoever, friend, uh, accountable for things. And like, in public in front of a group of people you don't know when it's potentially going to jeopardise his entire business. Yeah. Probably not the time to do that. Nah, definitely not. So then she's like, and again, this just seems like something you would do if you were like pretty drunk, isn't it? Like, yeah. Or if you were that. like 16. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> So she's like, I propose a toast. Oh, Jesus, actually. Um, <laughs> this, I just, I was triggered here. My brother did this at my wedding. Um, <laughs> oh my God, what? <laughs> he got up and like made a really catty comment. No, it wasn't catty. It was really nice, actually. Um, but basically, yeah, drinks had been flowing and stuff. And there was like, my dad did a speech, the best man did a speech, Stephen did a speech. And then the next minute, like, no one could see the mic, but you could just hear it. And I was like, oh my God, my oh, mum no. was just like, no, no, no. But then he actually gave this really nice speech just saying that, like, yeah, like, fuck the patriarchy, basically. And um, <laughs> that I should have, like, had a speech. And then he just told this really nice story about how I was the greatest big sister ever because yeah but then he went to went to tell a story about a nightclub in Cumbernauld where basically when he was younger he got in a fight or someone tried to like fight him and I got involved um and was like (laughs) basically like trying to hit some guy with my handbag (laughs) 
so they told this to like every guest at my wedding um but yeah the sentiment was sweet but it was like just that way where you're like what are they gonna say like, what are they gonna oh, say oh no what's coming next my poor mum she was like that could have been so much worse it's like yeah, yeah but yeah it was very the sentiment was sweet but yeah it just the seemed sentiment like was not sweet here yeah it was <laughs> not sweet here but. and it was just yeah um so she's like to she says, I would like to propose a toast um, to Sandy Cohen, who has told me countless times over the last year how important this hospital is to them. You know, they say when you grow up, you marry your father. Do they? I thought I'd escape that. <laughs> yeah, that's like the worst thing you could ever say to Sandy, isn't it? What an absolute dick move. Yeah, like, and then she has so a like, embarrassing. drop the mic moment, doesn't she? And just like yeah. leave the party. She has a glass of wine, doesn't she? Well, she has yeah. it in her hand and then she Tanks puts it down the and then she, she downs it. So it's like her first drink. I love drink the fact and... that even in her desperation of, you know, breaking her alcoholism, she still manages to find a nice Chardonnay. Chardonnay. Oh, love a nice Chardonnay. <laughs> no, it was. It's just, I just think alcoholism is so complicated. Mm-hmm. And I obviously don't want to pass too much comment on it because, you know, everyone's journey is different. Everyone's yeah. experience is different. But I'm also just like... This feels like Sandy's business work stuff feels like a really poor excuse for her breaking her alcoholism in this way. And I just feel like the speech that she just did, her being such a dick about the Teresa stuff, just feels really out of character for for Kirsten. Is it just bad writing? It might just be bad writing. Who knows? But we've then got Summer is on her way back from Brown and she phones Marissa to sort of give her the down low. Yep. Um, and she's like, oh, Seth's away to Brown because he's going out with Anna now. Marissa's just like, what? How did he explain himself? And she's like, oh, well, he didn't really try to, but, and she talks about how like her rage makes it too difficult um, for her <laughs> to to talk. And Marissa's just like, look, should give him a chance to explain. I also don't know, like, see if I was Summer, I would be like, yeah, tell me everything. Explain every single detail of this. Yeah. I would not have the stubbornness to be like, don't I know. I'd be like, no, please tell me everything. Tell me every, like, even if it was the case, I'd want to know every sort of detail. <laughs> no, I'm the same. I like to torture think I myself. can be, like, all aloof, but I I'm totally not really good at yeah. being aloof. And then we kind of hear the fact that Marissa doesn't know she's ready for Berkeley. Like, she just doesn't know she's she yeah. wants that in her no life right there. now. Yeah, I mean, she's had a lot. She's had a lot going yeah. on, to, to be fair. Maybe a, a, wee, wee, year a wee year out, out wouldn't do her any harm, would yeah. it? Like, see, when they were chatting with Johnny about, like, going surfing for a year, I'm like, to be fair, the girl could probably use a little yeah. sabbatical. Yeah. Um, but then <laughs> Go on a gap year. Yeah, gap year. <laughs> gap year. Um, Did you go on a gap year? No. No, no, me neither. No, I definitely didn't. No, um, <laughs> just have to double check in your brain there. Yeah, I have. You'd hope I would have remembered. No, I went into reeling for like six weeks in summer. That's enough. That That's was enough. enough. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so we've got Seth and Anna at the airport saying their goodbyes, and apparently the guy um, at the Rhode Island School of Design was very impressed. And Seth's like, "Oh, it's all all down to you." Well, yeah, it most probably is. Um, and then they sort of like say their goodbyes, don't they? And yeah. she's like, call me. And he's like, oh, well, and it's like a cute little goodbye, but obviously Summer's witnessing all of this because, well. <laughs> because, just because. Yeah. Um, <laughs> This next scene, I have, I have some real, I have a real key question about this. Mm-hmm. So, well, two actually. One. Yep. As if Volchek would give her keys to his house. Yeah. As if. Or do you think, does she open the door or does she just go in? 
It, she looks like she's got keys. She just keys, like, walks right. in. Yeah. So anyway, she gets into his house. She He is asleep. Now, who sleeps through somebody opening their front door? Yeah. Especially if you live alone. Yeah. And then on top of that, like, we'll get to the point about like what she sees when she goes to pick up her stuff. She then gets into the bed with him and he doesn't wake up. Imagine waking up and somebody was in your bed when you weren't yeah. expecting them to be in your bed. You would not kill. shit yourself. Not I'm surprised cool. you didn't like try and kill her. Wake up and be like, <laughs> gun under the pillow or something, right? Yeah, but yeah. So then oh, she finds that he's rented the Sound of Music, and it's probably what the fuck was she talking about? Like she has totally because misinterpreted this movie. <laughs> he's a Nazi. Does she think I'm a Nazi? Yeah. Weird. Very weird. But also kind of cute. Kind of cute. Yeah. I probably would have then... got into bed with him as well, Marissa. <sighs> You totally would have hit there. I totally would. Um, I don't know why I'm trying to pretend like I wouldn't. I definitely. I would have been like, "Oh my god, he loves me." Yeah. Oh, jeez. But yeah, we then we jump back to Ryan as like waiting at the pool at the Cohen house. Yeah, they're back at the Cohens, aren't they? Yeah, waiting on yeah. Teresa, who and again Teresa, just like yep. walks into the courtyard. Like, did she? Did, who? Who let her in? One of the many unseen staff of that house, probably. <laughs> Um, but we very quickly find out that little Daniel is not a baby Ryan. He is, in fact, Eddie's. Um, baby Eddie. But Eddie's been a bit, a bit of a shit dad and hasn't really been giving her any support. Yeah. But they did a paternity test. It's definitely Eddie's. Ryan's yeah. very much like, oh, I would have supported you. I would have stayed with you. And Teresa's like, yeah, I know. That's why I that's can why. let you go. I'll let you f- go free because that's not fair. Wow. And I think, like, what an amazing woman to do that. Yeah. Like, to be like. awesome. Yeah, she's amazing. Like, she clearly must care for him a lot to, yeah. to do that. But it turns out she's got a pretty slamming job. She got a job in a hotel and then got promoted and then got promoted again. Now she's got this slamming career, cutting about the place in a suit, living her best life, has enough yep. money to pay for a nanny. <laughs> she's made it. Um, but yeah, they both just, she's he's like, oh, I'd like to get to know your son a bit better. Yeah. Okay. Um, but she quite likes that idea and they're both just like, it's good to see each other. Yeah, cute. Very cute. I like Teresa. I think she's a good egg. Yeah, I think she is as well. So, we discussed this last week. On all four, when you watch this, it pops up being like, do you want to watch the next episode? So, I know the next episode is prom because that's what the thumbnail picture is. Yes. Um, so, I'm going to go out on a limb and say Teresa's probably going to go to prom because they said the words, it's good to see you again and we should mm-hmm. hang out. So, one would assume that's where that storyline is going. I really want Anna to come and go to prom with Seth. That would be awesome. Mainly because I want to see what she would wear. Although that would be mm. super awkward for her, I imagine. Yeah. Marissa's probably going to bring Volchek now that they're back together because he watched The Sound of Music and loves her, even though he thinks that she thinks he's a Nazi. Um, yeah. Maybe Kirsten and Sandy will get a divorce. <laughs> maybe. Sandy could go out with Rebecca. Is that where her name is? Live happily yeah, ever after. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully Kirsten will get the help that she clearly needs at the moment. Yep. Yeah, quite sad. Again, I'm saying nada because I've watched on and I have seen the OC, so... <laughs> you actually yeah, know cool. what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm actually... I'm, I'm on episode 24. What? Yeah, I'm just really not desperate to watch the finale, but yeah, yeah. And I'm just excited for our live show. I was going to say, what an excellent, seamless segue get into my, get the my homework week. done early. 
I know, we're doing a live show. You should come and join us. There's still some tickets left. It is on Friday the 18th of June. That's very soon. It's a Friday. It's at 7.30pm UK time. Um, And it should be really fun. We did one before. If you're an avid listener, season two finale was also a live one. So if you want a vibe for what it's like, you could go back and listen to that. Um, But yeah, should be fun. If you want tickets, head to at Never Seen the OC on Instagram. And if you hit the link in our bio, all the information you could ever require is in there. Awesome. Ta-da! Shall we do Listener of the Week? <laughs> yes! Da-da-da-da-da, Listener of the Week. Da-da-da-da-da-da. Just thinking, there's only like a few more Listeners of the Week left for this season. And so yeah, guys, you need to That's get true. your your reviews in. That's actually a point. I haven't looked at the reviews in bloody ages. Leave us a review on Apple and I will investigate that yeah, but you can soon. <laughs> slide into our dms at any point also we love to hear from you with some some nice chat we definitely do so our lesson of the week this week is the lovely bridget hi bridget hello bridget yeah so i'll just read you bridget's message to us so hi i stumbled on your account through instagram's explore page and your captions were so funny i had to check out the podcast heather can take all the credit for that (laughs) thank you very much bridget i do work hard on that sarcasm and quit every every day yeah my sister-in-law was actually saying to me recently oh i i remember a lot of the stuff that you put up on your insta and i was like you don't put that much and i was like ah she means the the podcast insta and not my personal not um, your personal <laughs> oh god don't look at my personal insta i never post that <laughs> um yeah so the captions are so funny that she had to check out the podcast it's been less than a week and i'm obsessed i've already binged the entire first season and started season two today oh my gosh yes bridget um, you are both hilarious. Again, can take no credit for this because I've not appeared yet. Um, <laughs> your commentary is incredibly insightful, although your dislike of Ryan and Marissa hurts my heart. And the Scottish accents and slang just put it over the top. <laughs> I can't wait to keep listening and my goal is to be all caught up by the time you start season four. Great work and thank you from Canada. My God, I love Canada. Wow. Thanks, Bridget. That's lovely. Thanks, Bridget. That's awesome. Commitment That's to the cause. Wowza. It still blows my mind when people binge listen. It really does. I'm really sorry for what you have to go through. <laughs> I only have to, have to listen to an hour a week when I edit it and that's enough for me. <laughs> then it is weird listening to your own voice, isn't it? Yeah, I'm definitely much better at it now, but I couldn't to begin with. It was like so, so, so weird. Yeah, um, I'm quite good at um I suppose I do. I, li- I binge listen to other people's podcasts. So it must just be because it's my own voice. Like, yeah, I just can't. That is a thing, it's isn't so it? so weird. There's some podcasts I've listened to over the past year or so and they've been very, it's very comforting. And I, no, I, did, I didn't, I've never binge listened to this because I would look forward to it on a, on a Thursday, maybe. You were a regular, a little regular listener. Okay, I wonder if Kerry's going to come to the live show. Oh, that would be cool. She's probably been a while. Too busy, too busy and cool for oh, us now. I know, she's moved I on. Oh. She's moved to Portland, she's hanging out with Luke. <laughs> brilliant <laughs> she's going to be living this yeah, that, but I don't care <laughs> um, well thanks for listening guys if yeah, you would like you. to potentially be listener of the week you don't forget Apple um, reviews um, if you are not in the UK and you leave us a review could you send us a little screen grab of your review and send us it on Instagram please slide on into our DMs because weirdly I can't see your reviews if they're not oh, from the UK so we've unusual. had a couple of people do that before and it's quite nice so yeah. that would be good cool 
Otherwise, okay. we'll see you next week. Yeah. Prom dress is ready. Woo. See you next week. Bye. Bye.